0: What's up, fine folks, and welcome to episode forty-two of Double Tapped. I am deep voice Jay.
1: Yeah, I'm normal voice Tanner.
0: Uh, the fall allergies have hit me, it seems, before they've hit you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't have the COVID again. I had it like a Thankfully, month ago, yeah. so this is purely a result of uh, the trees starting to release things, <laughs> and then those things end up in my lungs.
1: All right, the tree espionage <laughs> is that pretty good.
0: Uh, and. Speaking of the trees doing, <laughs> oh things, yeah, don't even know what we're drinking. Welcome to fall, everyone. This is our first podcast we're recording in October, That's and as true. such, we have Ooh. Mad Tree Pump Cans.
1: It is called Pump Can. It He's pump not ma- can. He's not making a pun. They
0: made it for him. Which is sort of. It looks weird to see the phrase <laughs> Pump, pump can. can. It
1: does. It sounds like a mechanics tool. Sure. Like, hey, I can you pass me the pumpkin? Sexual. More, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, but it's uh, from Mad Tree Cincinnati Brewery. Shout out! Whoa, whoa! That's a lot. That's very pumpkiny. It is. You know, I'm not, I'm not a huge pumpkin guy, but in this, it kind of works. Well, the description says a spiced ale with cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, allspice, and molasses. Uh, mm. It's seven point nine percenter. So, oh. uh, slow your roll a a, bit, a strong but, boy. Uh, from Mad Tree, who's slogan on their can says inspiring madness rooted in purpose all right you're just making fucking beer gotta
1: gotta love pr speak man we uh one time random aside to start a video game podcast one time we branded a brewery sure and uh the amount of like dumb phrases that came out of that meeting were amazing so what you've been playing The, the best phrase that came out of it uh Prohibition ruined everything, which was actually the tagline. Oh, cuz there's this whole thing about how American beer was much harder and then we had prohibition, and that's when light beer became a thing sure. because we kind of had to ease people back into right. beer as European loggers got darker and dark. Anyway, uh I've, <laughs> I I say this cuz I haven't been playing a lot, but yeah. I've been playing more Halo Infinite. I had the thought just All now right. that uh, I am this is not I'm not as deep into this as I was Halo 3, uh-huh. but this is the deepest I've been into a Halo since Halo 3. Uh, I've been playing it a lot, even just in, you know, it's it's one of those games I can jump into two or three games and then go about yeah. my day to get, like, that video game itch. Uh, it's really good. I've not played a minute of the single player. I've heard it's good, but Halo has always been a multiplayer thing for me. Uh, outside of that, a little 2K23. Sure. I started, you're going to be surprised by this, South Park Stick of Truth. Oh, the, okay. The, the original one, yeah, which so I've played. Fractured but whole. Right. I've played like 70% of it at one point when it
0: first came out. So I felt like I remembered you playing it.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I ever finished it. Maybe I did. I don't know. Okay. It was a long time ago. It was, a, it was a dorm game, like in the dorm. Um, But I don't know. It just felt right. It was something kind of casual and yeah. dumb and silly to put on. Uh, and the last thing, uh, this is like a little speed round, but I very quickly started a game that I've played a little bit on PC because it was on Game Pass but is now on Plus Plus. So, I started playing Spirit again, mm. Uh, which is a beautiful game, very cute, uh, the closest maybe a game's ever gotten to be a Ghibli movie. Uh, very sweet, serene kind of thing. So, there's my little quick rundown of what I've been playing.
0: Is it Ghibli? Yeah, Studio Ghibli. I don't know why in my head I've always said Ghibli.
1: Mm. I think some people do say Ghibli. But there I is think an it's H, Ghibli. So, yeah. that would square like, more like than it's just Ghibli. Yeah.
0: yeah. I've played basically nothing, mm. uh, I've had a super busy week. Yeah, same here. I was telling you, I was at a wedding yesterday, and I was pretty, between the UK game, which we gathered for and watched yep. uh, football yesterday, uh, I went straight from there to said wedding. Mm-hmm. I was indisposed all day yesterday, and after a week of coming home and just crashing after work every day, then having a Saturday full of stuff, yeah. I've been pretty indisposed, which is funny, in a sense, because... oh. Well, I pre-ordered Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two in order to access the beta, which I never played. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so I've watched some clips. You know, I've sort of kept tabs, but I was—I don't really feel like playing it right this second. I was like, I was going to buy it anyway. I don't feel like sure, I missed yeah. out. I didn't pre-order like any special edition of it or anything. I just pl- paid normal price. Right. Uh, so kept up with the beta. Didn't touch it. Still very excited uh, for the game. But otherwise, you know, I'm just looking forward to fall. I was sending yeah. out my uh, triumvirate of. You know, fall games that I'm excited for. The first domino of which comes out, I want to say, in like two weeks with uh, PGA 2K23. Oh, that's right. Which I'm excited about. Uh, Previews look pretty good for that.
1: And your other two games, for the people listening, are God of War Ragnarok. And Call of Duty. And Call of Duty. Uh, The game that I'm excited for, haven't had a chance to play it yet, like you, I've been very busy. uh, But I have downloaded, is Shovel Knight Dig. Ooh. So there's a sort of Shovel Knight sequel. It's kind. Of, I'm curious how much of a sequel it I, actually is. When it
0: was revealed, I was like, "Is this sort of like a w- unique mode within Shovel Knight, or is it just another Shovel Knight?" Right.
1: I don't I, I don't know yet. So sure. I, I, I keep your ears open for that. I'll be talking about that in the coming weeks. Is probably. it only on PC right now? Uh, PC and Switch, I think.
0: Okay. Fair enough. I might have to touch it myself. Yeah. On to the news. The first news story, Tanner. Yeah. We've got our first look at HBO's *The Last of Us*. Hell yeah, we do, man! Uh, We got our first full trailer this past week, and I have here, and it's looking in all caps. Good, yes, with a a, D or with a DT. Yes, yeah, Uh, very faithful to the game as the first trailer would indicate.
1: Yeah, like there were moments in this. If you haven't seen the trailer. Uh, I am normally pretty weary about trailers overall. I say if you play the game, seek this out. Sure. A because you're not gonna spoil yourself on what the story is. I don't think it doesn't seem like they're gonna vary or uh, stray too far from right. the original game story. But also go look at how faithful the visuals of this show are. The color grading. Uh, there's a shot of the uh, what's the town you start in? Where do you start? St- well, Boston you start in Boston, is, right? you like walking through the streets. And then you go to like the outer area of Boston right. and then end up in Pittsburgh and stuff. But yep. uh that outer area of Boston where you're first like stealthing through the pipes, there's a, a split second of that in the show's trailer that looks exactly like it's from the game. I saw yeah. people taking stills of that and saying, "Do you think this is from the game or from the show? Like it's that close?" Uh, I, I'm really impressed with how faithful everything has seemed so far.
0: Yeah, uh, super impressed with it as well. Uh, and the detail that I didn't notice at first, which I pointed out, uh, is that the song in the trailer is Alone and Forsaken by Hank Williams, mm. which is the song, there's a scene in the game where Joel and Ellie are driving in a truck, and I won't say more than that, but that's the song that's playing in the truck. Very like, cool Just touch. Another cool, specific for the gamers' wrinkle. Yes, uh, I, didn't, I did not I did not
1: notice that either, so that was really cool seeing that. Uh, one thing, I guess, they have sort of pseudo-confirmed that the stuff from Left Behind yes. is going to be in the show.
0: There's been an appearance by... I can I guess, never remember that character's name. I, also just want, I can just say a Left Behind-specific character. Yes, yeah. So. Uh, for but those she, who have not played Left
1: Behind. Yes, she's going to be in it. Um, so I'm assuming they're going to be doing some flashback stuff, because if you didn't know Left Behind is set before the events of the last of us uh, so that's really cool doesn't seem like they're veering into last of us two stuff at all seems very locked down to the original game and the DLC
0: my theory is that the first episode is going to basically be like the fall like the yeah, opening, the opening scene of the game of the last of us yeah and that's gonna be like the first half of the episode Mm. Second half of the episode will be like left behind. Oh, I see. That'll and be then, cool. So yeah, So we set up Joel, we set up Ellie, right? And then, and then the next second episode, episode they we bring meet them together. Yeah, that's a smart that's idea. That's sort one of my thoughts. I like that. But supremely excited, set to hit HBO next year. Cannot wait. Yeah, very very fun stuff. Next up, <clears throat> a new Iron Man game is in development from EA Motive. Yes, uh, saw I, this. I just made a note here, it's because I saw a lot of people talking about this. Here are the current Marvel games in development. Okay. Iron Man from EA Motive. Yep. Midnight Suns, which has still not been released. (laughs) The one trailer Jay liked. Yep. Spider-Man 2. Okay. Wolverine. Right. And the Captain America Black Panther World War II game. So we've got lots of AAA Marvel content coming down the pipeline here pretty soon, but this is just the latest edition. Isn't
1: there, and this might have turned into the Hennig thing, isn't there also a rumored single-player Black Panther game?
0: That was, I think, percolating for a while, but yeah, I'm not. Sh- that's nothing's been confirmed about okay. that.
1: I know that in EA's press release for this, too, they said, like, and other Marvel projects. Sure. So, they have other stuff coming up as well, uh, which, you know, their track record's a little spotty, yeah. given the Star Wars license and, what, three games have come out? Uh, four, I guess, if you count that, like, Starfighting one. Uh, what was that called? Rogue Squadron? Something Rogue Squadron, Something yes. Squadron. Um so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm optimistic. I'm more optimistic for this just because uh, Motive, by the way, is the developer of Battlefront 2 and another game that I can't remember now. But uh, they have a decent track record. I guess Battlefront 2 is kind of as mid as you can go sure. with uh, with the previous game. But it's single player. They've confirmed that. Um, so, I'm, I'm I'm optimistic on a single player Iron Man game.
0: What style of game would you prefer it to be? It That's screams a, a open question. world yeah, because it's it you know the mobility of a character like Iron Man. But I'm trying to remember the PS3, like the literal movie tie-in Iron Man game. Oh, did you play it? Yes. It, oh, wow. It, it sucked uh, <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, but it was sort of what is a game that it's comparable to? It was <clears throat> sort of sequential levels, but the levels themselves were pretty open ended. Tomb Raider. Even less open than that. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, like, really, once you passed a level, you were like never back to the spot. I mean, <laughs> it's not that far off from T Lau 2, or like mm. a crisis kind of style. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Style. Uh, but it was like a third person. You could fly around, but the combat and all the mechanics were as janky as you would expect a MCU phase one movie <laughs> tie in game to be. I wonder who
1: developed that. I don't uh, know. I, one game that came to mind that wouldn't be exactly one for one, but something like Saints Row ish. Mm. Not necessarily in like the cartoonish of it, but cartooniness. Uh, but they do mobility in open worlds really well. Sure. Uh, especially with some of the stuff you get later on. And I could just kind of see, you know, with Saints Row 4, which I wasn't super fan, a huge fan of, but you were basically a superhero. Yeah. So that's kind of the, I wouldn't want it to be like an Arkham game. Um, so I think it would be more along those lines, I guess.
0: I'm just curious if this game causes a conversation amongst the people who have been crying out so desperately for a Superman game. Because mm. mechanically, could promise to be very similar. And they're saying, oh, if they could do this, why haven't we done this with Superman right. two or three times by now? Yeah. Who knows? It but, all will <laughs> depend on what style of game they choose to go with. I
1: honestly, I mean, it could be anything. I'm not going to yeah. judge it before it comes out, obviously. But I, I, I don't know how surface level how interested i'm in an iron man game
0: no i i don't know if that
1: character adapts to video games very well because he's so powerful i guess especially
0: considering and this is sort of where i was with all the marvel games in development and how disconnected they are there's no real indication at this point that there's going to be any major crossover right in any of these so we're not getting you know we got Marvel's Avengers video games already. Yes. You know, this is totally different. We're not getting these characters seemingly going to be interlapping or overlapping in any way. So I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how a solo Iron Man story is going to stand up.
1: I wonder, was Iron Man, you played the Avengers game. I did. Was Iron Man playable in that? Yes. Was that fun?
0: Yeah. Okay. But again, well, honestly, the comp I should have made really to the old Iron Man game, it's very similar gameplay style-wise to the modern Avengers okay. that just came out, like sequential open levels. Yeah. Uh, it was fun enough. It was like B-minus brawler with, you know, you could fly around as Iron Man, but like you couldn't fly more than like 50 feet in the air. Right, and like, you had invisible the, walls. The bounds the of it obviously sort of restricted it, so my sure, hope is that sure. there are less of those in this game, but... Because they don't want people to be asking too many questions, something tells me they won't go with a full-fledged open-world game. Right. We'll see. Next story. Google Stadia. Rest in peace. RIP, man. Shutting down officially in January of 2023. It's funny
1: that they're doing it just a little bit delayed Mm. because it just made it past three years. Right, Uh, It came out November 2019. Uh, So basically just the entirety of covid has been stadia's yeah. life uh which you would think I know for most things that's bad uh-huh. but for a for a thing where a lot of people had to stay indoors it was probably the best case scenario for stadia and it still just flopped
0: yeah and what do you think is the what was the thing like what was the disconnect between stadia and becoming I don't think it was ever a real or realistic possibility any time in the near future that it became like the fourth major leg of major video game hardware developers. No. But what was the disconnect between it getting any sort of traction at all? Internet speed. Mm. I think that's the answer because it was
1: cloud-based. It is still, you know, more and more places are getting fiber, but that's slow. Um, I think it's something like 60% of even just the United States has less than like a meg internet or something like that is one of them. Myself included. Yeah, that's a that's a huge you know it's a huge infrastructural thing, uh, that's going to be hard to overcome. And can you name a Stadia exclusive? Uh, no. Like, what reason did they give you to buy it? Yeah. You know, like it's that was always my thing. I, I was pretty in on the Google stuff at the time of Stadia, and like I have Chromecast in my TV and stuff, but I I never got what I was supposed to want from it. Like it was it was play this stuff that you already own or have passed on on sales 20 times but this time play it slower and jankier. It's yeah. like, well, I don't I don't care how much processing power your servers have if it doesn't look good for me, then what's the point?
0: Yeah. It sort of harkens back and this might be sort of a labored comparison, but a lot of the times when we've talked about video game marketing and like who is being marketed to in a lot of these big shows. Yeah. The only realistic group that would have been to me super interested in a Google Stadia are people who for whatever reason, had not purchased a console in the last, like, two cycles. Yeah. But for what, like, just decided to be like, maybe now is the time in my life that I should try <laughs> video games. Yeah. So then they had access to all this, and it's sort of low investment because you don't have to buy discs, and if you have good internet, you can just dip your toes in it all this way. But that market is so slim. It is. But funny enough... Have you ever touched a Stadia controller? No, have you? Yes. Where? My brother got one. Really? Yes. Oh, that's funny. My brother got one for my nephew. And I was huh. like, he told me that in a semi-excitable way. Like, oh, I got a Stadia. Yeah, and I was like, why? <laughs> like, I would have gotten him a PS4 right. before when, I would have gotten him did, a Stadia. When did he get the Stadia? Two, I mean, two years ago. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a pretty limited window. <laughs> it is. Uh, so but I was just like, what an odd choice. But I guess if you're just, I mean, but it's also like I was gonna say, if you're the type of person that just wants to get away from discs entirely, but at the same time, that's me. That's why I got a digital PS5. Right. And there's options. Steam for
1: that. is out there. Here's here's one slip up I think they made was that there, I think there are a lot of mistakes they sure. made. I think one of the biggest mistakes seemed to be. They never knew how far they wanted to invest in it. Um, like it, it, there was a a little bit of a marketing push, but not a lot. Sure. Uh, one thing that I don't understand why they didn't do. I think they should have, you know, because a lot of uh, a lot of hardware is sold at a loss, right? Yeah. They should have sent an email to every person who owns a Chromecast mm. and said, "Hey, for a dollar, we will send you a Stadia controller." I think that's one of the only things because the Stadia is a separate device, correct? I right. Th- but I think. Later, they made it so you could run it on certain Chromecasts. So they could have easily done that. I probably would have bought a Stadia controller for a buck or, you know, like 10 bucks or whatever. Yeah. I probably would have tried it out. But I just, there was just enough of a barrier there that I was like, eh, whatever. Uh, I also, outside of literally Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I cannot name a game that was playable on Stadia.
0: Wasn't uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising? Oh, was it? I think. So it's just Ubisoft stuff. Basically. I remember that game being. They must have come out borderline concurrently, maybe. But I remember that game being big and all the marketing materials and commercials and whatnot.
1: But yeah, just it seemed really weird. They should have put way more money behind it, yeah. To say like, okay, we're gonna get exclusives from even if they were small exclusives. Go get, like, go get Peggle Three or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Get something of that level, um, and get it for a year, and then it can come out to other consoles. Whatever. I I, I just never knew how much they really cared about it. Um, it seems like one of those things. Knowing a little bit more about corporate structure, like, that, like, the CEO thought was a good idea, but no one else did, so they just did kind of the bare minimum to make it a thing.
0: It just makes me wonder how these high-level executives must not play games. No, they're all out of touch. Obviously, Google's exec was just like, I think this is where games are going, and they were wrong.
1: Yes. And, again, that technology, like the Gaikai thing with PS Now, like, we're just still too far from it. Even if it's possible, it's not likely. Um, and I think that's that's the major difference. One other small thing about that I know we're talking about it a lot, but I think it's interesting. Uh, cannot wait to read like the long form article sure. about this dying and all the stuff going on. I will say, uh, and maybe it's because I'm I'm friends with some devs and a little bit more in that space, like on Twitter. I've seen multiple devs come out and say we had a deal to launch a game on Stadia in the next six months, and we found out about it when the public did. Mm. So that's very shitty on Google's part. Sure. Uh, you got to keep your partners in the loop, and hopefully. Stadia seemed to be pretty basic as far as, like, I don't know a lot, but it seems like just a PC, so hopefully they can still put these games on Steam and and get out of those contracts.
0: That speaks to how disconnected Google monetarily probably was to this, that they can just say in a very dickish way, all right, we're just going to tell you right now, drop these contracts your game's not coming out. We're shuttering this device. Yeah, and it'd be nothing to them in terms of financial. Commitment.
1: Right. Yeah, they can take. They can eat the loss all day. Yeah. It's just. It sucks for the developers who put the yeah. time. Hopefully, there's no like clause in the contract, and they can just port it to Steam or whatever.
0: No. Next up, in a very brief story, but an update that's funny every time I see it. Okay. Uh, Skull and Bones has been delayed again.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Really?
0: Uh yeah. That's <laughs> like so funny. This game will never come out. Like, no, never. And this is, and I, what's funny is I put a little bit of editorializing uh, in my article heading here, and I said the fallacy of sunk costs <laughs> strikes again. <laughs> Why the hell are you still working on the game? Yeah, cancel. Let alone it. just not releasing it. You, like, you got to cancel this game. You got to cancel it or just release it in its current yeah, form. Yeah, true. Those yeah, are your
1: options. Yeah, you can't exactly. You're putting. It's never gonna be a thing. No, that's the that's because like I know Sea of Thieves. I think, to my surprise, and probably to your surprise too, more of a thing than I thought. But it had the infrastructure of Game Pass behind it. It had a really reputable dev behind yep. it. Like it, it had a little bit more. It had an interesting art style that this game does not. Like it, just had more going for it. And it didn't come out in a world where Sea of Thieves already existed. Yep. Like this game would. I just, I don't get it, man. This this game is baffling.
0: And adding a wrinkle. To what I just said, if you release it right now, it should be free to play. Totally. That's the only way you're going to recoup your money and not look like idiots for putting out a game that's going to be broken (laughs) because of how long you've spent clearly having to work on it. You put out a game like this that's free to play, continue to build upon it, iterate on it, maybe you can make it a shitty B-clone of Sea of Thieves. Yeah, that's playable on PlayStation. But I don't foresee... Any scenario at this phase, where but without them doing that, where this game is successful.
1: Yeah, me neither. I, 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 don't know. I don't see the market. I mean, not saying that there won't be people interested in it, because almost anything someone's yeah. interested in. But at a scale where it could do anything profitable, no, I don't. I don't see it happening. I agree.
0: So we'll move on to another pretty. <laughs> we short just love dunking blip. on that game. I do. It's funny. <laughs> uh, next story here, another brief one. A Korean ratings website just listed a game called Silent Hill, The Short Message. Interesting. Silent Hill, The Short Message. Uh, this is just another one of those brief little things that happens that convinces people that there is a Silent Hill game imminent to be announced or released.
1: Yeah, I I wonder, because these stories pop up from time to time. And I would say, like, 80% of them are true. Yeah. There are cases where I remember things being rated and then never coming out. Bully is the big one sure. where like Bully 2 got rated at some point, I believe. Uh, or or what's the uh, what's the what's the other Rockstar like the Rockstar exclusive PlayStation oh. game? What was
0: that game older called? one? Yes. Manhunt?
1: No, it's the one that like was an exclusive but never came out. But is always oh, like uh, rumored to be coming or like out. Like Spy Game. Yes. Agent? Yes. So that got rated by a board at some point. And everybody's like, "Oh my God, they're going to announce it," and it's still never come out. Yeah. So, like, yes, submitting something to ratings is a pretty far step, but also, are we even like, could this be a game? Well,
0: could that's it, what I almost wonder if it isn't like another PT-esque.
1: Like a short film, even something. maybe
0: it's called the short message. Like, that's, is it just marketing materials that yeah, they sort of put out there? But but that does raise the question of whether that's an indicator of something else to come. Right.
1: Why put money in that coffer if you're not yeah. going to do anything with it? I mean. I hope for Silent Hill fans they get another Silent Hill that'd be dope. I don't know how it's going to be without Kojima. Yeah. Uh especially considering that Konami has not had the greatest track record. Uh but you know, maybe he's there, there have been rumors of him being on board with it. I don't know. Forever. I'm yeah, I'm very confused by this whole partnership, but the the ideal situation is that somehow Kojima has acquired Silent Hill as an IP. Yes. Cause or like at least in partnership and say, Konami, you can make all the Silent Hill pachinko games and movies you want, just give me the game. That would be the ideal situation. Outside yeah. of that, I don't know what where you would want it to go.
0: I agree. And the last story, one that you pointed me towards, yes. not thirty minutes ago. Yeah. Bizarre goings on at Disco Elysium Studio. And you're going to have to enlighten me if, or help me, or we can come to some sort of consensus as to how this studio name is supposed to be pronounced. Yeah. Zaum, capital Z A slash capital U-M. Yeah, I think Zaum. So Zaum, developer behind Disco Elysium. This article comes courtesy of Eurogamer. Vicky Blake contributor. That's a great name. Uh, with a headline Disco Elysium Dev reveals some team members left, quote, involuntarily. Which is a very interesting word. Yes. <laughs> uh, one of the founding members of Disco Elysium Studio Zaum has revealed that several members of the team have left, and quote, their leaving the company was involuntary. End quote. In a succinct yet puzzling Medium post, Martin Luiga, a founding member of Zaum and seeming quote secretary of the Zaum Cultural Association. Yes. End quote. Revealed that designer Robert Kervitz, writer Helen Hinpier, and art director Alexander Rostov haven't worked at the company since the end of last year. Quote, which would seem like bad news for loving fans that are waiting for the disco sequel, end quote.
1: Yeah, so this is really odd. Yeah. Uh, the way I read it was, the way I read it circulating and the way I first saw it, because in that same post, the the guy who wrote the post, Luiga, uh, who I think is like yeah the head of that cultural what do they call it, is it? cultural association cultural association uh, he is also he said he was dissolving the cultural association yes
0: I have that quote as well which is I Martin Luiga a founding member and secretary of the Zaum Cultural Association as well as the assembler of most of the core team am hereby dissolving the Zaum Cultural Association parentheses not to be confused with the Zaum Company on which Subject, I would note that neither Kervitz, hinpir nor Rostov are working there since the end of last year, and their leaving the company was involuntary.
1: So the, what I gathered from this is basically there is a creative team, or it's almost like a parent company kind of deal, sure. where the cultural association are the, the, the minds behind Disco Elysium, and then like a 2K or something, Zaun is like their parent company. Zaun, sorry, is their parent company. So, yeah, from what it seems, they were forced out somehow. He doesn't say they quit. He doesn't say they were fired. Yeah. But they were forced out. And a lot of people think that it's it's some money issue maybe, that they want to just take the rights a different direction or whatever. But if you hear who it is, it's lead developer, head writer, art director... And the guy who put the team together, yeah, that's everybody. <laughs> like That is everyone responsible for Disco-, Disco Elysium from a creative standpoint. So I'm just baffled by this story. I think it's really interesting. I think it'll be interesting to follow. And obviously, we hope all these people land on their feet. They're very talented. Uh, the little bit of Disco Elysium I played, the writing was phenomenal. The art was cool.
0: I need to get um, back to it.
1: I do, too. It's one of those that's just always in the back of my brain. Yep. would be a great Steam Deck game or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, we obviously wish all of them the best. But I'm very curious as to what all this is.
0: I like to leave this story on a cliffhanger. Okay. The post, and this is continuing from the article. The post is signed by Luiga. Yeah. Dated first of October, and Luiga's location is recorded as quote Talon Inpatient Treatment Center of Psychia- Psychiatry Clinic Ward Nine.
1: Huh. I wonder if that's a location in the game.
0: Perhaps. Maybe he's also just writing all this from a psychiatric hospital. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I haven't gotten deep enough into Disco Elysium to tell you. <laughs>
1: That's true. Yeah, interesting story. I, I you know, I, I, I hope people were mentioning that if it's if it's a capitalist reason that this team got dissolved, it's the most ironic thing ever because of the political yeah. message of that game.
0: And he does include in the his post that it was like the ethos was wrong, is what led to the dissolution. Yeah, this just sounded like a very interesting culture. Of a workplace. Yes. And that somehow, maybe, I mean, clearly very creative minds went into the making of Disco Elysium, and there were probably some extreme creative differences. Sure, as,
1: as there always will be. Yeah. yeah, so maybe, you know, there's we're not blaming anyone here, but it, it to see all the creatives behind such a sort of... Uh, novel, unique yeah. idea for a game just have to go their separate ways so quickly after it got a lot of acclaim from pretty much everywhere is, is kind of sad.
0: Yeah. But, Tanner, that's all for the news. It is. And for once, I don't have to look at my phone for a while. That's right. Because uh, I throw it over to you.
1: Yeah, so I texted you this week and said, I have the big topic for the week. Uh, normally, this is something you do. Sometimes we collaborate, like on the drafts. but Sure. Uh, I thought I would shoulder the burden. Oh. And uh, come up with this idea. Oh. Because it's episode 42, I always like tying in numbers and, okay. and, and stuff. Uh, of course, 42 in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is the answer to the life, the universe, and everything. Uh, so I thought, let's do some questions. And I have assembled 42 video game would-you-rathers. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so most of these are of my own creation. I have not looked over them since earlier this week, so I'm going to be reacting to them and answering them as well. Uh, but they're they're sort of in three sections. So okay. we have uh, pretty standard would-you-rather style questions, which are, if you could only do this thing for, for the rest of your life or whatever, which one do you pick? Then we will go to uh, this or that with game franchises. Okay. So you get to, and I want to workshop this with you right now, you, we can either say that one franchise lives and the other dies, or you only get to play one franchise for the rest of your life. I like the former.
0: So, like, going forward. Right. No, yeah. no, no. Oh.
1: At all. Okay. So, one franchise exists as it is, and the other one is, like, Men in Black Time Memory Swipe. Okay. I think that's the way we'll yeah, do sure. it. Yeah, um, sure. So, you only get to pick one franchise to exist. And then uh, then we have console libraries. Ooh. So, you only get to play one library. And then the last one, uh, studios or publishers stay alive. Similar thing to the game franchises, but this time with publishers. Sure.
0: Or studios. Are you ready? I am. I'm glad this is where this topic ended up. I love stuff like this.
1: Okay, so uh, like I said, a lot of these are are my own creation. A couple of them were pulled from uh, like forum posts and stuff. Not as you and I have discovered many times, not a lot of would you rather content on the internet. Uh, So this was mostly just me kind of workshop and stuff. So if you hate the questions, that's my fault. Uh, All right, we're going to start with an easy one. Would you rather only play single player or multiplayer games for the rest of your life?
0: Okay, here is my my only factor uh-huh. pointing me towards multiplayer games mm-hmm. is time and how much potential time you can play most multiplayer games. Sure. But, per capita, score-wise, my highest games are far and away single-player games, so I have to say single-player games. I,
1: I also say single-player. I As I get older amount of time in a game matters to me less, less and less. Uh, so, I yeah, I'd rather play something concise than sure. something with a ton of hours in it. On a similar note, okay. I thought that might come up. So, the second one, would you rather only play games for the rest of your life that are less than 20 hours Ooh. or longer than 40 hours? So, let's just say, like, they're how long to beat or whatever. There's enough content to last over 40 hours or right. under 20.
0: Yeah, probably less than twenty. Uh, and the example that I point to is Spider-Man Miles Morales, mm. which is an incredibly great, great point, concise to the point story with enough side content that like twenty hours might be the perfect amount of time. You spend eight to ten on the story, eight to ten on all the residual activities, and then you're out. Yeah, that game felt so perfectly paced yeah the pacing of it's awesome I can't complain about that at all so with games like that that leads me to that one
1: you and I you and I think are I don't know if we're in the minority we might be in the vocal minority of loving how how that game is paced I know a lot of people are upset about it I'm like no that game is perfect with what it's trying to do Uh, I also say games are less than 20 hours most of my favorite games are under 20 hours there are a couple exceptions of course but uh, yeah again scope is not necessarily what I'm going for uh, when I pick up a game now. If I were to make it less than 15 would you still say that? Or is that the the flip point?
0: That gets into that's a pretty gray area because there are some long single player stories that take you upwards of 20.
1: Yeah, cuz so like you could do Last of Us 1 probably, but not Last of Us to 2. Last of
0: Us 2. Yeah, uh, which is a very long story which I've complained about in the very slight, minor way. Yeah. But at the same time, it was more than worth it, the experience. So right. that might be a good cutoff point, is I'd rather go 20 or below and not 15.
1: I think I would still go 15 or below. Really? Simply because that still accounts for a lot of like puzzle games, a lot of like uh, walking sim type yeah. games. Uh, but then again, you know, some of those are nebulous, like does slay the spire. What does that count yeah. as? Uh, so yeah, it kind of depends on the game, but... Okay. Would you rather, number 3? Also, uh, the reason one of the things I came up with or the, one of the reasons I came up with this, great for social media. Oh yeah. We can just post these out as as individual videos, so a lot of editing in my future. <laughs> Would you rather only play games to have come out in the last 10 years or every game before the last 10 years? So you oh. either have 2012 to now or everything to 2012? It's a tough one.
0: And it's interesting, too, because now taking that sort of the time frame yeah, out of Yeah,
1: 2012 it, being the cutoff.
0: Uh, and the time frame of, like, how long the game is itself. Like, mm. a lot of the games that have come out more recently are games that, if you choose, you can spend more time in. So you have that sort of option. Sure. Even though your library of games is substantially cut down. But... I think I go with the more recent games.
1: I, I do too, and uh, this one's tough. Uh this is the toughest one so far to me. If I were a little bit more of like a video game historian, sure. I would say everything before the last 10 years, but I would say I got into I got into video games like really heavily like reading IGN and listening yeah. to podcasts and stuff like 2009ish, 2008, 2009. So really that's where a lot of my knowledge is, anyway, is from 2012 and beyond. So that's beyond. Uh, that's funny. Uh, but like you know, that is that is kind of where I start, anyway. A little sure. bit. So that's the place I'm more familiar with. Uh, it would be interesting, though, in like another five years to ask that question. Yeah. Because then once it's like 2017 to 2027, it's like, well, you're starting no, to really was... cut out some big stuff there. Yeah. Um. I also think this is something you and I have talked about. I don't know if we ever talked about it on the podcast, but we've definitely talked about it in private. Of like games have just gotten so much better at being games in the last like five years uh or 10 years or whatever so i think your standard quality has gone up significantly for sure okay this one i wrote uh this one was this starts where i started writing them okay uh this one is mainly for you and me all right would you rather only have access to video games or youtube Oh. While you simmer on that, I will say uh, if the question from before the last ten years of the, or everything before was like film, for example, where inputs and like knowledge of how you interact with a thing were the same, I would go with everything before the last ten years. Just
0: can I ask a clarifying question? Sure. Is there video game content on YouTube? That yes. I'm allowed to watch you it. You can't play it. I just though. can't hold the controller in my hands. Correct. Uh,
1: this one I wrote purely for us. Yeah, because that's something you and I both it consume a lot of. I
0: mean, YouTube has become my preeminent source of just passive TV viewing,
1: entertainment. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's one of those that I hate to say it, but because maybe because of the passivity. And Mm. I can do other things while I watch YouTube. I can't really do other things while I play video games that much. Besides, we love our podcast. (laughs) I was gonna say we we definitely try, but besides that, I probably have to go with YouTube as much as that hurts.
1: I I think I slightly come down on the on the side of video games here, uh, simply because YouTube and and we're saying like YouTube style content, by the way. I mean, I guess there's still like Twitch if you want to if that's a differentiator, but. You know, you can't watch, like, Daily Motion. We're not going to go there. Um, You know, like, internet video, I guess we should just say. there's Vimeo. Yeah, shout out. Uh, Vimeo actually has a lot of uses outside of, like, for, like, uh, back-end stuff. Yeah. Video hosting. Anyway. uh, (laughs) With me, like, I watch a lot of YouTube as well, but... Everything that I get from YouTube, I can probably get in other forms. Like, I could just watch a movie or watch, like, a cooking show instead of sure. a YouTube video about cooking, which is the most YouTube stuff I'd take in anyway. Um, with video games, there's nothing quite like it. Right. So, I, I guess that would be my my differentiator. Uh, <laughs> this one I was proud of because it's stupid. Question five. Would you rather only – or not only, sorry. This is just two two cases here. Okay. Would you rather play the Tony Hawks Pro Skater series with the God of War soundtrack or God of War with the Tony Hawk soundtrack? That one.
0: <laughs> that one. Are you, you kidding me? You don't want to hit a kickflip to oh. I mean I do. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't. I absolutely do. Do I would I rather fucking slay gods to Superman by the fuck what is that man's name? Goldfinger? Goldfinger. Like that would be awesome. <laughs> like Imagine that uh, Balder fight, like, but set to that song or to '96 "Quite Bitter Beings." <laughs> Doodolo, do, do, that would just oh yeah, do, hell do, yeah. Do, 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 That's kind of how do, I live do, my do. life is to the Tony Hawk soundtrack. So, <laughs> uh,
1: I think I agree with you, if only for the hilarity of like just slaying a like a dragon or something to ska.
0: But I hadn't thought about the consideration that if you are playing Tony Hawk's Underground Two, you can watch the very beat up kid in a wheelchair stuff to the God of War soundtrack. That
1: would be a completely different game. Yes. Alright, this one, this is the only one that I've put any thought into since I wrote it because I keep thinking about it. (laughs) Would you rather every game, let's say like it's legally decreed, that to be a video game you either have to have a water level (sighs) or a poison level.
0: Which one do you prefer? Water level. I think... Okay. But I'm trying to think of water levels outside of, like, Mario. Because that's, like, the classic example. Right, yeah.
1: Like underwater platforming.
0: Right. I've never hated water levels. Oh, okay. A lot of people do not like water levels. I know it's one of those very widespread opinions that, oh, water levels, blah, whatever. Yeah. I've never had a particular... They're not my favorites. Yeah. But I've never had, like, an aversion to water levels so much as I have an aversion to poison levels. But then again... My poison level is, like, only in Souls-likes. Like, Softs, yeah. So, it's kind of interesting to think about how those both would translate to other games. This
1: is why I keep stewing on it, is because I think, preferentially, I think I would prefer poison levels. Although, I don't know, it's like 50-50 for me. I like water levels fine, but poison levels also don't bother me that much. Except for in Souls games, where I hate them. Right. Um, but, you know, like, if enemies do poison damage in another game, it's like whatever, like Dead Cells or something. But... I think water levels are far easier to incorporate into other stories than poison levels. Like, I can't imagine, I mean, God of War, you could imagine both, but like Tomb Raider having a poison level would be kind of weird or, you know, stuff like that where you could go underwater and, you know, have someone's scuba for something. What's
0: funny is that poison level, the sort of definition of poison that I assume we're both assuming here is that it is like the constantly draining health sort of bogging you down. The world does damage over time. But another wrinkle to the poison levels commonly is you are, have to move slowly. Oh, true. Yeah, good point. And if that's incorporated, oh, then keep me away from those forever. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I hate having I my Because like, I hate that, like being having having some my sort of sludge slow. where you just can't even sprint. But you're also slow in water. So, that's true. You know. You are. But water levels have chill soundtracks usually. They
1: do. Shout out to the uh, Donkey Kong Country uh water water level soundtrack it's great okay this one i i again wrote these like last week so i haven't read some of them reread them rather would you rather play every game on the easiest difficulty or the hardest oh i think this one's really tough
0: it i agree because
1: to a certain point the challenge of a game is the fun yeah But neither you nor I are the people that like want to play something on the hardest difficulty to like suffer through. No,
0: because much as we love the souls and bloodborne and all that, I rarely choose to play above normal. Same. I always pick I always choose games. Yeah, if there's a normal option, it's what I'm picking on the first playthrough for sure. Totally. There have been some games where I've attempted higher level difficulties, namely Call of Duty, Mm. where I'll go up to like veteran. Usually because the trophies are really Yeah, if good. there's a trophy, so trophy associated, uh,
1: that's the only time I do it.
0: But it also, like, do I feel weird in Call of Duty when I can just run to the middle of a room and just every now and then get shot and never die? <laughs> yeah. I feel a little weird. So it's like, do I feel like putting in the time to rise to the challenge for every game? Probably not. Yeah. Mm. Because a lot of the games, like we've said going forward, are like narrative games where a lot of that is what we care about, where yeah. the difficulty is not what we're there for. So probably easiest. Okay, But I don't feel great about it. This is
1: one where we differ. I would rather play everything in the hardest because I am not a person... I don't like God modes. Sure. I, I don't like feeling invincible. Um, I think for a lot of games, this is sort of a moot point because there's one difficulty. Yeah. But... In cases, for some reason, the game that keeps coming to my mind is Wolfenstein. Oh. Like that's just like your standard, you know, difficult shooter that that I can think of, or like Doom. Yeah, I would rather play those games on the hardest difficulties and just keep dying. Now, Doom is a cer- a certain case because it's, it's permadeath, but in most cases, I think I'd rather try the the more difficult right. side of it. Speaking of permadeath, would you rather have every game be permadeath? Which, for those of you who don't know, means if you die once, you restart the game. Or be invincible in every game. Similar, similar sort of question, but taken to a different right. thing, because the difficulty isn't accounted for here.
0: When you say invincible, do you mean like
1: You cannot get hurt? Oh.
0: <laughs> and then I guess permadeath. Yeah, too. Like, I don't too. think I could play a game where like my actions were completely meaningless. Like, yeah. that an enemy can just come up and swipe away at me and nothing happens. Like that's there's no that's no fun.
1: Right. And, and, you know, this is all personal preference stuff. We Like, for accessibility, totally support sure. the fact that, you know, that may be the best way for people to play. Yeah. And if you differ on these, great. That's the what they're designed to do is make you pick one or the other. Uh, but, yeah, for me, it's a death by a landslide here just because, I, like I said, I don't like feeling like a god. I like the little bit of challenge because that makes the accomplishment feel better and it's like a whole thing. Now, granted, some games being permadeath would be
0: brutal. Yeah, but, like, being able to calibrate, like, okay, I'm trying this game on hard difficulty. Permadeath, I die in first level. I turn down the difficulty until I can reach a difficulty where a death is rare. Sure, that's a good point. That's fun. So, I could level with that.
1: All right. This this one's kind of a complex one, so okay. bear with me. Would you rather have to be playing through ten different games at a time? Or you can only play one game to completion before starting another. That one. Interesting. Okay.
0: I think. <laughs> it's 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 cut and dry for you? The only wrinkle is games like Slave Aspire. Right. What is completion?
1: I guess. Oh, yeah. It's kind of nebulous. I, I, getting all the trophies, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Because that's the only oh. metric I can think of in that game. Or maybe, like, killing the heart, maybe? Yeah, because it's like... With every character? Yeah. Because I think that's, like, an acknowledged thing in the game.
0: <sighs> I don't like this question.
1: See, I think I'd rather... Weirdly, I think I'd rather be playing through 10. Because I... Playing through is a, is a broad thing. But, like, right now, I'm playing, technically, Halo, Spiritfarer, yeah. Apex, I guess.
0: Does like, playing through 10 a- means like, you can never play the same game in back-to-back sittings? Like what is the? No,
1: you just always have to have a roster of ten games.
0: But then, what's stopping you from playing a game to almost completion, and then going to another game briefly, mm. and then coming back to that one? I almost think that's a good make point. Yeah, maybe it's concrete. It's like ten different you have games, to... and you have to hop. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is interesting. It is conceptually.
1: Because <laughs> the funny part of it is that now just determines how long of a sitting you want to play. Right. Which is which is kind of cool. Yeah. I think I prefer that one.
0: I could go either way, but I I kind of am the type of person who... not I'm not like a completionist, per se, when it comes to games. Yeah. But I am usually the type that's like, I want to beat a game, and then I'll move on that's most fair. of the time. That's I wish I was that way. I'm not.
1: All right, last of the actual would-you-rathers. Uh, this is a purely... This is kind of a state-of-this-generation question. Cool. Would you rather only play... Games that are designated as PS5 games or everything PS4 or everything else playable on PS5. So, it oh. either has to have come out on PS5 as like its main console or everything else playable. So, PS4, PS3, some PS2. So the, Some PS3, some PS2, sorry.
0: So, it could still be playable on PS4? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It just has to have come out. Pretty much. Well, oh, I see what you're saying. No. Oh. Well...
1: I guess it depends because, like, some games launch on both PS5 and right, PS4. that's what
0: saying. Is it only games that have come out since the launch of PS5 let yeah, Let's say it that way. Else? Yeah, okay.
1: let's say it that way. And we don't have to count it as everything playable on PS5. You could just say PS1 through 4 catalog or just PS5.
0: PS1 through 4. I, I agree. Uh, what if it's just PS4 versus PS5? PS4. I think so, too. PS4 is still a... It's an incredible library of games. It is. It's really strong. Uh, with the inclusions of third parties, like, it's... This, this generation has monumental potential here in the it next does. couple of years. It does. But up to this point, it's still PS4. Yeah,
1: because there's still stuff that's like really critically acclaimed and, and has a lot of great buzz from the PS4 era that I've never even touched. Yeah. So it's not like I would be limiting myself that much. All right, now we're to the game franchises this or that. Yeah. Can I have another beer? Sure. Thank you. First one, starting with a classic, Mario or
0: Zelda. For my taste, what, okay. I, I was going to say knee-jerk. For my taste, Mario. Mario
1: platformers. Is that what you're going to ask No,
0: well, here's what I was going to say. When you say this or that, what is the, I can only play one franchise going forward forever, or is this the no, racing one?
1: No, one, one lives, the other one dies forever. Okay. I think that's more fun. Because you're not, you can still play other video games. Right. It's just of these two franchises, one has to be absolved. And one gets to exist.
0: But I get to use my current knowledge to make this decision. Sure. So.
1: <laughs> How else would you use your knowledge? I got to use my knowledge from 10 years ago.
0: Here's what I mean. The logical thing to do is to erase the franchise with games that exist that are similar to it. Oh, sure. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I In see what you're that saying. vein, Zelda might be better to keep. Oh, really? Because the games okay. are a little more unique. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't know. But it's also, at the same time, like, what is that even unique? Like, I can't think of a... I mean, there's plenty of dungeon crawlers. There's plenty of third-person action, action. adventure. Yeah. Open world. There's several Breath of the Wild. games that are trying to do Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I'd probably go Mario. But I understand the pull towards Zelda. Because Zelda is a more varietal series, at least with the main line. Yeah, we're we're
1: counting mainline. Mario Party does not count here. Um, This one's a really tough one for me because I think consistency-wise, I think I like Mario games more, but a Zelda game ranks higher than any Mario game in my all-time rankings. Um, So that's that's an interesting would-you-rather kind of thing in its own right. I think I'm keeping Mario... Simply because they are more timeless. Um, you can go back and play Super Mario 64 a lot easier, in my opinion, than you can Ocarina of Time. As sure. someone who's gone back and played it for the first time. like I just think they age better. I also think I have the itch to play through a Mario game far more often than I do through a Zelda game. Um, so, really, it's just how important is Breath of the Wild and our Link to the Past and Wind Waker to me. Yeah, And I think I'd rather have Super Mario World and Sunshine and... Uh 64 Odyssey, and Odyssey Galaxy. and Galaxy and all those uh then the couple of Zelda games I really love. Alright, next one. We're putting the naughty dogs together. Oh. The Last of Us are Uncharted franchise. One gets to live, one has to die. This one I find really fascinating because there are four, five uncharted <laughs> games. Shout out to Golden Abyss. Uh, and there are only two Last of Us games. So I think that's where the really interesting conversation comes in.
0: But with the possibility for more. Sure. So is that also a part of this conversation? Yeah, if you want to, if you want to account for it.
1: (sighs) (laughs) You really don't want to kill Nathan Drake, do you? No, I love him. I I, I will go ahead and answer this. Uh, I mean, I have a tattoo of one series and not of the other. I think I have to pick the Last of Us. But also, I think Uncharted... I guess I guess like our memories of those games are not being wiped. Uh, I don't know that like <laughs> like the game never existed. It's just sure. now they're they you cannot play them anymore. They get like PT locked.
0: I don't know for some reason my in my head it was like oh I'll, memory wipe. Yeah. Oh
1: I did say that, but that was more for the whole world. Sure. Yeah, I,
0: it it doesn't matter how you want to interpret that. But if that let me then I'll answer it both ways. Okay. If that were the case, well, I actually don't know if my answer would change. Should we I do it that way? I would certainly be more likely to pick Uncharted if not picking Uncharted meant that I never played <laughs> Uncharted. <laughs> like that's maybe we, a, should, maybe we should do it that way. That's we more, can do it that that's way. That's kind of interesting. And it makes it more of a critical okay. decision.
1: Yeah, okay. So, yeah, a little bit of an addendum. With your pick, your memory gets wiped of the other franchise.
0: And there's no future for it. Correct. Because there is still a decent chance at some point we get Uncharted Five, sure, or whatever. yeah,
1: or Uncharted: A New Beginning, or right. whatever. Oh, there, I guess there are six Uncharted's. I always, for, I always forget about uh, Lost Legacy.
0: Oh, were you counting Golden Abyss and, and not Lost yeah. Legacy? <laughs> nice. I guess uh, I was thinking Drake games. Sure. I still, yeah, I think I have to keep The Last of Us, but I do too. I truly am saddened by
1: it. Yeah, I mean, I, we we both love Uncharted, so that's a hard one. All right, next, this or that. I picked these two because they were like fourth and fifth all time in uh franchise sales in video games. Witcher and Mass Effect, Pokemon, or Call of Duty. Oh, <laughs> they're like they're like I think four and five or or something like that. Six and seven, whatever it is. Oh. Yeah, this one was targeted for you specifically, I guess. But even for me, it's kind of tough because. With my experience with Call of Duty is almost all social, sure. Right, like it's the memories of us playing Black Ops or us playing, you know, whatever Call of Duty game it was. It's less so the actual, but it's. I just like mid-sentence myself three times. (laughs) It's there. It is the purest shooter ever made, and so that it has that going for it as well. Whereas Pokemon is more nostalgia-based, but also that game is unlike any other game. Stylistically, than I've ever played. It's interesting because they wise. sort
0: of served similar purposes to me at different phases of my life. Mm. It was like at one point in my life, I'm going to play every Pokemon game that comes out. Right, and I did that for like five years. Yeah. Then for the last, I mean, from Call of Duty: World at War, even though I went back to Modern Warfare, from World at War to the Vanguard. Is that what you're going to say? I skipped. I skipped the one before Vanguard. Cold War. Oh, yeah. I forgot Cold War happened. I skipped Cold War. So from 2010 to 2018 or 19, I played them all. So it's like... Shout out Call of Duty Ghosts. Yeah. Shout out Ghosts. Shout out Infinite Warfare. Shout out Advanced Warfare. (laughs) Oh, Infinite Warfare was
1: the one with Kevin Spacey, right?
0: That was Advanced Warfare. Oh, God. That didn't age well. Uh, It did give us press F to pay respects, though. I think from a gameplay loop. Perspective. I probably go with Call of Duty. Mm. Uh, at least because, and I'm assuming at this, this doesn't erase Pokemon other stuff. No, yeah, the, the show the show still exists. Okay, yeah. so I can still. It's not like when I played the theme song the other day in the car with my girlfriend that <laughs> all of a sudden that plays and I'm like, what is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have selective amnesia for Pokemon. Uh, I I think I'm picking Pokemon. I think I think Call of Duty is only the is the preeminent version of a game that would always exist. I'm not sure. That's true. I'm not sure if Pokemon would be. That's true. I don't know if a Pokemon-like game would exist without Pokemon. All right. Uh, Similar kind of situation with franchise sold thing, but they're also under the same publisher.
0: Assassin's Creed or Tomb Raider? For me, this isn't that hard, and it's Assassin's Creed. Uh, Much as I I really like Tomb Raider and the subtitles run together. But <laughs> Shadow, yeah. I think, it was no, that was the third one. Rise was the second one. Yes, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, I yeah. never played any of the old Tomb Raiders. Ever. Uh so, yeah, I did
1: as a kid, but I don't have nostalgia for them. Yeah, either.
0: I have no basic connection, but do I I have an immense connection to early Assassin's Creed, so
1: Yeah, I think for me it's also Assassin's Creed. I liked the first Tomb Raider reboot. I've not played any of the other ones. Um, and I could <laughs> yeah so it's 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 not like it's it's that important Yeah, me,
0: even though i like the first tomb raider in the reboot there are two or three assassin's creed games that i like as much if not more than that game so assassin's creed odyssey baby <laughs> two brotherhood black flag Black flag yeah that's the Pro, only one that we're like
1: three. super like super agree on that is great uh okay rockstar babies gta or red dead you can only play Grand Theft Auto, or not only play, sorry. Either Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead exists, the other one gets wiped out.
0: Uh I mean, I love Red Dead more. I do too. I have more of a connection with Red Dead. But, gameplay variety, and this might be a... We've never really talked about this, but there are going to be GTAs forever. Yeah. I can see them stopping now yeah on and they, Red Dead. they make some other thing their second yeah. property yeah so gta is so in the cultural you know consciousness Osmosis, yeah. it's never going away yeah i agree uh, so the potential for the franchise going forward i think i actually take gta on this one
1: i i would agree with you i think here's one really interesting caveat uh is that GTA may have been more of a net negative for games press outside of video games than Red Dead, because people are cool with westerns, but in a game where you like can drive and shoot up a city and stuff, yeah. people get really, you know, the old fogies in, in <laughs> politics get really upset. Uh, that being said, yeah, GTA Online is still a thing. The longevity for GTA, the creativity in the GTA community with like GTA Roleplay never quite reached that depth with, with Red Dead. Um even though Red Dead 2 is my highest ranking of either of franchises games uh, I would also just keep Grand Theft Auto for I put
0: Red Dead 1 and Red Dead 2 above any GTA but just going on potential alone.
1: Yeah. I might put 5 above Red Dead 1, I haven't really thought about it. All right. The former Bungie child versus the f- the the, the uh, current Bungie child. Halo or Destiny? Which franchise gets to live? Damn. This one's this one's kind
0: of tough. It is. I. Maybe because of my connection to Call of Duty, mm. I don't feel that bad about killing Halo. Killing Halo. Because of the differentiation of Destiny, the combination of Call of Duty and Destiny fills my whole shooter niche. Yeah. And I don't need Halo. I like Halo. Yeah. Or should I say. I like some Halos. <laughs> right. But I love Destiny, and I love Destiny 2. And I will love, whatever the hell they decide to do it, Destiny 3. See, I this one's really hard for
1: me. Because I think a lot of the connection you have with Call of Duty, I have with Halo. Yep. Uh, that being said, if I'm thinking about it from a purely analytical standpoint and not letting... The part that sucks is the memory wipe component now. Because yeah. Halo 3 was like my everything for a while. Um. But you know, Destiny was my everything for a little bit too. I think Destiny incorporates more of what Halo is. Exactly, yeah. I was going to say this too. The other way around, and Destiny is sort of unlike any other game out there. Whereas Halo, again, there are other shooters that exist. Uh, it is just the style of it's very unique. But you can obviously tell a lot of that uh, gameplay, like, uh, like like sourdough starter. Like, yeah. that's, that that part of the, the gameplay is still there in Destiny. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that's I think I would also keep Destiny, surprisingly, even though Halo means more to me, I think, overall. All right, this one's just funny. Fortnite or Apex?
0: Because <laughs> you have a lot of memories with Fortnite. Well, the funny thing is I can almost just choose to erase Fortnite just for the good of society. <laughs> uh
1: by the way the tweet i don't know if it was you who sent it somebody sent it in the group that was like in the 1920s children were in the mines and in the 2020s uh or in the 1920s children were outlawed from working in the mines in the 2020s all the children play minecraft
0: the children yearn for the mines i didn't see this somehow but it's that's really good. really funny uh, <laughs> yeah i guess from my experience with it i guess i choose fortnite even though i do think that like that game is long in the tooth at this point. Sure. Uh, and probably needs to die or reinvent itself in a more complete way. Yeah. But I never dove too deep into Apex, even though it's a very good game.
1: I'm keeping Apex. I've never had a thing with Fortnite. <laughs> uh, it just never... I've tried it multiple times. just never clicked. Mario Kart or Smash Bros?
0: Smash. Gotta be. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. It, it's another... Wow. It's in a similar way. I love Kart, but like, huh. if it were me... At any of the parties where I've played Mario Kart, you'd rather. Play I would Smash. rather play Smash.
1: <laughs> That's because you're good at Smash. It's partly
0: because I'm good at, better at it. At least I won't even say good, good, but like you're good compared to the average person. Yeah, I just like the gameplay more. It's just my taste.
1: That's fair. I think I would keep Mario Kart. Uh, I lo- I love Smash. I think you and I are the only components of our friend group who like it. But Mario Kart is so simple sure that like my mom could play it or my little sister could play it when she was like 10 or you know like that kind of thing and i think that's super valuable in a game that's also fun yeah and it's not just like leapfrog or some shit like uh i think there's a really novel part of that uh but yeah it would
0: suck to lose smash it would suck to not be able to smash
1: melee all right uh, anyway uh (laughs) would you rather tetris or pop cap games live on Ooh. So I'm counting these. PopCap counts, uh, if you're not familiar. Bejeweled, Peggle Games, Plants vs. Zombies, Zuma. Uh, a lot of cool franchises. Chuzzle, shout out.
0: The only two of those that I really care about would be Bejeweled-style games and Peggle. Yeah, if you've
1: never played Bejeweled, Candy Crush copied Bejeweled. Yes.
0: Uh, and made a fortune off of it. But I, there was a hot minute... Where I played so much Tetris that I got stupid good at Tetris there for a little while. <laughs> which which Tetris? On oh, my phone. Like, oh wow! I was playing like just whatever the like the default just Tetris. Yeah. Like app that costs like five bucks. Yeah, the Ubisoft one. I, think. I played a shit ton of Tetris to the point where I just had the speed set to like there is no falling. Like mm. the blocks just go straight to the bottom, and yeah. you yeah, know, a couple seconds to just rearrange, yeah. And I would just go for just like minutes at just doing that, uh, so that kind of was ingrained into me. But Peggle's better, I'm going with Pocket.
1: Hey, dude. wow, I'm I like
0: the gameplay loop of Peggle more so.
1: I, so, I, part of it, I think, is that Tetris has been so universal for so long that it feels almost boring, yeah. That being said, Tetris Effect did as much as you could with what Tetris is. I I really like that game a lot. Uh, But I agree. I have a lot of nostalgia with PopCap games that were sort of my intro to PC games. Um, Plants vs. Zombies, completely underrated. I guess you have those like Plants vs. Zombies shooters, too, which I don't really care about. But uh, yeah, Peggle Peggle and Peggle 2, man. Two different takes on the fighting game genre. Mortal Kombat or WWE games? Ooh. Both published by 2K, I think. Does Mortal Kombat publish? Or I think they publish, 2K publishes Mortal Kombat. Maybe not. I'm
0: not sure. But... I don't know. I kind of think wrestling games are kind of just not good ever, in a way. <laughs> like, I don't particularly enjoy the gameplay. Sure. It's just funny. It's Yeah, and it's fun because we like wrestling. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the way people always used to describe a lot of Dragon Ball Z fighting games, where it's like... Smashing toys together. Yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. it's less about the fun of the game and more about the hypothetical matchup. Sure.
1: And uh, yeah, if you get a ladder involved, it's funny.
0: Yeah. And with a bunch of friends playing some kind of big gimmick match, it's really fun. We should do that. We haven't done that. Yeah, in, we haven't yeah. done that in a while. Uh I have the new 2K. But I like the gameplay, but I also don't really care that much about Mortal Kombat specifically. Mm. So for that reason, I probably go WWE. But it's kind of, it's close. I like them for different reasons.
1: I think I I think I take wrestling games too. I, I have quite a bit of a nostalgia for sure. Mortal Kombat. I love that series a lot. Um, but the bigger they get, the less interesting they are to me. Like, I don't know what it is about it. I just, I've not kept up with that community, I guess. Whereas wrestling games, like I did this year, I'll buy one every five years yeah. and just dick around in it. Why not? Um, and the amount of memories I have in like No Mercy and all the SmackDown games and all that stuff. Bioshock the Bioshock series or the God of War series oh oh the series because yeah. that's like yeah it's not one
0: game it's the series no it's 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 gotta be God of War
1: wow
0: only because of the future mmm that's my only that's a great reasoning point. here that's a great point even though God of okay God of War one of my favorite games ever Bioshock one of my favorite games ever So let's just say those two cancel each other out. Right. Bioshock 2, Bioshock Infinite, awesome games. Yeah. Both. For different reasons. I don't give a shit about God of War's (laughs) 1 through Ascension, really. I do, but I I get it. They're cool enough, but I don't really care about them. Yeah. But do I think the hypothetical, well, not even, God of War Ragnarok and (laughs) hypothetical God of War 3 will be just as good or better than Bioshock 2 and Bioshock Infinite, probably. That's a compelling case. So, that's putting a little bit of risk out there, but I think I have to go with it.
1: Yeah, I didn't really know where I fell on this when I said it. I think you're right. I think you convinced me, because even if... Yeah, like let's say Bioshock 1 and God of War are both 10s. Sure. God of War 2018? Yeah. Uh, And let's say Bioshock 2 and Infinite are God of War 1 and 2. That's pretty apt, I think. I don't know where their scores are. Let's Two and Infinite might even be better than God of War 1 and 2. I think they age better. I love Infinite. Took it in our draft last week. But I don't know anything about what Bioshock's future is, especially without Ken Levine. Yeah. And it's like, God of War, Corey's still there. I know he's not heading up the game necessarily, but you know he's involved. Um, And like you said, the potential future. Like, God of War could be the franchise for PlayStation for the next 15 years. Yeah. And to to wipe that out, especially how much you and I both love the most recent God of War, it would be I think more painful because Bioshock I didn't play until I was older, which I'm glad because I appreciated it more. Yeah. But I could have gone, I guess, without playing Bioshock longer than I could have without playing the God of War we played.
0: It's a pretty good way to put it.
1: Next up. I like how in depth we're going with these. Two series that uh that's my that's my official sound on All that. Right. Far Cry or The Witcher. Well. <laughs> See,
0: uh, was pretty apt. My favorite game is from Far Cry of these two series.
1: Yeah, Blood Dragon.
0: Far Cry Three. I
1: know, mine's Blood Dragon. Unironically, but, uh, I love Blood but
0: Dragon. here's the thing, and we've talked. A lot of shit. (laughs) We have. We talk a lot of shit on The Witcher. But if you gave, if you made me an offer right now. Yeah. You can play the next Far Cry game. So this is Morpheus. Or you can play the next The Witcher game. And I was presented with those two options. Yeah. Given recent history in Far Cry, Mm -hmm. I would probably choose The Witcher. Yeah. Because it's probably going to be a much Larger, more unique game. Yeah. Versus Far Cry, which has devolved into generic open world shooter number five. (laughs) Cult leader, yeah. Cult uh, leader shooter. If it still had the spirit of Far Cry's, like, three and Blood Dragon, it would be a different choice. And even though I don't love any of the Witcher games that have come out, I haven't played the old ones, and I didn't love three. It was fine. I just think it's overrated. I still probably go with the Witcher.
1: Hmm. I... I hate that we're agreeing so much. I think I agree. <laughs> My uh, logic is infallible. <laughs> well, that makes me want to take the, the Far Cry series. Uh, I will say Far Cry 5 was pretty fun. I enjoyed that. I think that was a really cool concept. I think they just need to get back to less political, more cultish stuff. I think that's when it works best. Sure. Um, I don't really care about despots as much as I do like, you know, some cult leader out in freaking Nebraska or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I think The Witcher, if nothing else, will have lit more of a fire under franchises I like's ass, like Ooh. Bethesda games, okay. than Far Cry ever has for any other yeah. franchise. Like, I think The Witcher... It's good for the genre. Yes. Yeah. The, the Witcher is the anti-monopoly of open world games that Bethesda needed. And uh, I don't know that Far Cry is that for anything. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Although, shout out again to Blood Dragon. All right, this one, this one I made just to fuck with you. Guitar Hero or Tony Hawk? One franchise gets to live, one franchise gets to die, or has to die.
0: Because there's no other games like Tony Hawk that are that quite as good as it. Yeah, when Rock Band is still pretty good. Yeah, I choose Tony Hawk. Uh, but
1: <laughs> which is funny because it made me think of that meme of like when we get to the race war and I have yeah. to shoot Tony Hawk. <laughs> And I love that Tony replied and said, Appreciate the hesitancy. <laughs> <laughs> so good.
0: Shout uh, out to Wesley Snipes.
1: Yeah. Uh in whatever movie that is. Yes, I also keep Tony Hawk simply because of rock band. If it was if it was okay, let's alter it a little bit. All right. Let's just say harmonics games or like, you know, those types so guitar and rock band are one thing, let's say. Or Tony Hawk. Which one are you keeping?
0: Because skate exists. Oh wow. Well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> then I go
0: with the the, I, the dominoes are just gonna keep falling on either side. Like because that stupid game that just came out that costs like fifty bucks. Uh
1: oh Ride Republic?
0: Riders Republic? No. Oh uh, this is one that came out literally like this in, a, in the last week or two. Like a skating game. It's apparently like a really hardcore like skating sim. What? Uh skateboard? No, it's called like <laughs> was a joke. Uh, something session. Uh maybe it's just called session. I swear, I just saw it on the PS Store yesterday, so I know it's out. Like, new skating game session. I'm looking it up. I saw the review that it was very, like, the reviews were pretty good, I think. But apparently it's very hardcore, very simmy.
1: The only thing I keep finding is Skate Skate 4.
0: Oh, we've, did I just invent a game? <laughs> that would be funny. New skateboard. Oh, the
1: game is called Session Skate Sk- Session. Skate Skate okay. Sim. Yes, sorry, Session Skate Sim. That's really hard to say.
0: It has a Metacritic of sixty-eight. Yeah, okay, so it's middling. So, but hey, skateboarding games exists, I guess. Yeah,
1: that's true. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think if Rock Band was thrown in, I would also take music yeah. games.
0: All right, two franchises that I think
1: you and you and I both dabbled in, but maybe have never really committed to Metal Gear or Splinter Cell. Ooh. Both stealth franchises. Both iconic.
0: Yeah. The only dabbling I've done is Blacklist and Phantom yep, Pain. Yep, same here. Those are my two.
1: Even though I didn't play a lot of Metal Gear Solid Five,
0: Nor did I. But I liked it. I, I liked want the, to go back to it. Yeah. I liked the gameplay. I did too. It was fun. But when very, you know, just horrific nightmarish monsters show up in the middle of this military game. I'm like, what the hell am I playing? <laughs> yeah. Uh so that one's tough. Mm. I probably go Splinter Cell just because it's pure. There's not all the Wahiness. Konami fuckery. Like, yeah, I just go Splinter Cell. Uh for simplicity's this
1: sake. one we disagree on. I take Metal Gear. I think it's more interesting. I think it's weirder and I like weirder. And I think it's probably had more of an impact on gaming oh, overall. yeah, for sure. But I would be very hyped for a new Splinter Cell announcement. Especially if there's co-op. Because that's the only way I played Blacklist and it was awesome. <laughs> Mascot matchups. Ooh. Kirby or Crash?
0: Um, probably Kirby for me. Mm. I love some of the Kirby games. You do. I love you do the, like the, the Kirby <clears throat> games. I love the conceit in the ideas of some of what Kirby could be I haven't played Forgotten Lands <laughs> I know I want to play it, it's dude. really good it looks fun uh, whereas Crash is like okay it's a platformer like it's, it's it's it is what it is but Kirby is more unique to me so that's fair I
1: I definitely go Crash here uh, outside of the new Kirby and Kirby Air Ride shout out
0: uh, no, nah, maybe Nightmare and Dreamland is what's up <laughs>
1: Kirby and the Crystal Shards was pretty good too but I think Kirby is less less my thing, I guess. And I also think Crash, if you look at, like, you know, if you if you take the forest look instead of the trees, like, what Crash meant for PlayStation and the establishing PlayStation as a brand and, and all that kind of stuff means more than what Kirby means to Nintendo. Sure. Um, and, you know, not that we did this with Mario, so I'm not allowed to do it, but Crash Bash wouldn't exist if it weren't for Crash Bandicoot. Similar matchup. Sonic or Spyro? Which franchise
0: live, Which franchise dies? Sonic's gotta live, baby. Come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I mean, but I, that's why I, that's what I'm going with. I Spyro's another one that I don't really. I picture a Spyro game that I remember, and I imagine that being all that Spyro ever was. <laughs> and that's kind of true. For actually. better or for worse, there've been like 15 different types of Sonic games. Yeah, when
1: you say Sonic, you could mean a lot of different things. So. Uh, as as little as I care about Sonic as a franchise, and as much as I care about Spyro, and well, I'm as much I don't sure, but as much as attachment I have uh, to Spyro, I'm also keeping Sonic for a similar reason. The the what that meant to Sega, how that sort of shook Nintendo. Again, console wars must read if you if you like books and video games. Um, but if you've read that book, you know what that what that meant overall. Uh, you know Sega does what Nintendo don't. All that kind of stuff. Uh, great. Just the marketing of that game is brilliant. Uh, with sitting the two, sitting the kids in front of the two TVs, having them pick one, and like sixty percent Joe Sonic, or whatever. Awesome stuff. I love those stories more than I love Spyro. I think so. I'm keeping Sonic. This one we're gonna differ on, and that's okay. Fallout or Elder Scrolls?
0: Oh, there's a little bit of a hesitation. I mean, there's hesitation because I love the idea of Fallout yeah. so much. I love Skyrim as a game so much. Here's here's gonna be my tiebreaker. Okay, is that I hope that they learned from their last couple of releases that they need an overhaul. Yeah, and that maybe the overhaul finally happens for Elder Scrolls Six. Sure, yeah, since it's like the next game on the horizon. Yeah, beyond like Starfield. Right, uh, which, which Starfield looks might the be the same. Yes, kinda. it does. Uh, so I'll go Elder Scrolls, but it's it's, I could go either way.
1: Yeah, I go Fallout. I'm just not a fantasy person, and Fallout Three means the most to me of any of those series. I would also just be more excited for Fallout Five than I would be for yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls Six, what's it called?
0: That's it. Oh, there you is no, no subtitle. Okay, not yet.
1: All right. Which of these franchises... I'm I'm doing I'm trying to do preamble as much as I can so that they're easier to clip out. Sorry if I keep repeating myself. Uh, <laughs> a little behind the curtain there. Which of these franchises would you rather uh, live on and one has to die? Spider-Man or Batman Arkham? So let's just say the Insomniac Spider-Man. Right. We're not counting the great Spider-Man 2 on PS2. It's an awesome game.
0: I'm going to... Again, I'm going to accept the risk and go with mm. Spider-Man on this one. Mm. On the presumption that I think Spider-Man 2 is going to be amazing. Like, yeah. No pun intended. Uh, but given how good we already know, I mean, Spider-Man... All right, let's just stack them up. Okay. Spider-Man PS4. Yep. As good or better than Arkham Asylum. Better. But at least as good. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going through the right. series. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, Miles Morales... I mean, it's a great game.
1: Slightly worse than City.
0: But if you put those two games on like those two games on like a, a scale? one side of a scale. <laughs> yeah. And these two games, they'd basically be at least equal. I would agree with that. And then you have Origins and Knight. Right. Origins. Shout out to Blackgate. Really cool. The Vita game. Had some great ideas. Yeah, I never played. it. I still need to play it. It's really fun. It's underrated, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I've heard that multiple
0: uh, times. But it's at least worse. In City and Asylum. Sure. And. So is Knight. Knight, one of the, our most divisive games of all time because of just all the bullshit in it.
1: If I'm if I'm being honest, I still like Knight. I just wish it was better.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I think Spider-Man 2 and subsequent entries in the series are likely to be better. Oh, agreed. Than latter entries in the Arkham series. So, yeah. I'm going to go with Spider-Man.
1: Like, I I should clarify, Arkham Knight bugs me a lot. Yeah. And but my memories of it are still good. It's just every time I think about the Batmobile, I'm like, oh right.
0: Damn. The and, fact that I can think of two things that I hate about it. The though. The, the twist. Yes. Yeah. The, the twist, twist and the, the Batmobile.
1: Batmobile. Yeah, I also take Spider Man. You you laid it out. You you made the case perfectly. All of the games with souls in the title
0: or all the other from Oh well It's not that hard. It's not. I mean it sucks. <laughs> To give up the souls, but I mean... Does
1: it? Really?
0: Actually, it doesn't, because Elden Ring is just Dark Souls. That's but true. bigger and better. What if
1: we just count... Okay, let's do this. What if we count Elden Ring as a Souls game?
0: Okay. So it's Elden Ring... Souls 1, 2, 3, and, and Demon, Demon souls.
1: souls. ...Versus Bloodborne and Sekiro. Which one do you keep him? God.
0: Uh, oh. I still have to keep Bloodborne and Sekiro... I agree. But the erasure of Elden Ring would be awful.
1: Yeah, because I think that game has made so much of an impact and will influence a lot of games in the future. Yeah. in uh, even a way that, like, as lauded from everyone who's ever played it seemingly as Bloodborne is, like, I don't think it was going to reach that level yeah. without, you know, the George R. R. Martin thing put it over the top, the fact that it's more just straight-up fantasy put it over the top, the marketing was really good, yeah. Um, that sucks, but I honestly think FromSoft is at their best when they don't do a Souls type game because Bloodborne and Sekiro are my two favorite FromSoft games. Yeah, so.
0: mechanically, they're far and away superior. Yeah. So, uh,
1: I would be remiss if we didn't do this. So, Castlevania or Metroid? This is more potential, I guess, between us than yeah. experience.
0: But again, but even looking back, the idea of Symphony of the Night is cooler than any Metroid game. Yeah, and the idea maybe of any. Well, <laughs> like I the, guess the future of Metroid could be really cool. People love Metroid Dread. And they you know, lost their minds when they announced Metroid Pri- Prime, Prime 4, 4, but it's never happened. Yeah. Uh, How long ago was that? That was... 2016? Around there, yeah. which That's brutal. That's wild. I'm going to look uh, it up. I'll never forget that. I love going back and watching compilations of reactions specifically to that announcement because they're hilarious. Yeah, people lose their mind. Uh, but yeah, I think i go with Castlevania. Because Castlevania, a modern Castlevania, could look like Bloodborne. It could. like, Which would be awesome. So, by that comparison alone...
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you. I've always been more interested in Castlevania. Also, the music is insane in Castlevania. I've listened to some of those, and they're so good. Uh, 2017 was when Metroid Prime 4 was announced. That was five years ago. All right, we've got two more of these uh, franchise picks. Prey or Dishonored? This, again, is more like speculative sort yeah. of potential. I've played a lot of Dishonored
0: 1. I played a... A little bit of Dishonored one and two, mm. and never neither one hooked me. But I like the conceit. I'm
1: the same way so much. I do. I, I'm the exact same way. Like I love the idea of it. The world is cool. The art style is cool, and I never want to finish it. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm the I'm the exact same. But way.
0: Prey is so nebulous. Yeah, but they're both also like to me knockoff Bioshock. Yeah, like in one <laughs> in different way or ways, another. Yeah. Uh so then it comes down to do I want my <clears throat> Bioshock likes to be this sort of weird uh you know steampunky, you know, the Dishonored style sure. versus the sort of alien or sci-fi corridor yeah, type thing, yeah. I think I keep Dishonored, but I almost think a good Prey game would be better than a good Dishonored game going forward.
1: Mm, I think I'd agree with that. I think Dishonored probably means more to more people. Uh, Although apparently uh, Prey Mooncrash, I think was the name of that DLC, is incredible. Interesting. And was like basically Deathloop but done better and before Deathloop. uh, Or at least done very well. I would also keep Dishonored just because, like you, there's something about it that I'm like, Damn, I really want to get into this yeah. franchise, and I've never been able to. I have tried streaming it multiple times, though. I wonder if I would like it more just outside of stream. I don't know. Okay, the last one, a classic. to the oldest shooters there are. Doom or Wolfenstein?
0: I, I, I would probably go Wolfenstein just because of the setting. Alternate history thing? Uh, which I love. Like, alternate history, like World War II kind of stuff. Uh. Doom has just always been a, in a weird way. This might be a, this might sound weird. Doom has always been a little straightforward.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you mean.
0: Just go kill some demons. You're in hell. Go shoot. Yeah. Oh, which is cool in a way, but in another way, it's like, well, if you played a Doom, you've played them all. That's not true. No. But that's how it feels. Sure, I know what you mean. Uh, having played a little bit of Doom 2016 and never touched anything else. Uh, but I really love Wolfenstein: The New Order. Mm. I need to go back and play uh, the new Colossus.
1: I do too. I need to play both of them.
0: But there are some really standout moments uh, in that game and just across the whole Wolfenstein franchise.
1: This one's really tough for me uh, because I think I like, of what I've played, I've played a little bit of New Order, and I liked it, but I just got caught up in other stuff. Yeah. Uh, Of the, the, ever since id brought both of those franchises back, Doom 2016 is by far and away like my favorite of those games. Yeah, uh, of Doom or Wolfenstein, but Doom Eternal was a little samey for me. Uh, and I love uh, Wolfenstein: Return to Castle Wolfenstein, uh. Uh, and Wolfenstein: Enemy Territory, which were two older PC games. Now, sorry if I just made people feel old, but <laughs> they are older now. Um, and because of that, and I'm also with you on the alternate history thing. I think it's just a cooler idea. It's a cooler world. I think there's more potential there than than with Doom. Even if I liked the the gameplay of Doom 2016 a lot, I platinum that game. But all right, now we're on to the console libraries. You only get to play one. Let's just say you only get to play one of these for the rest of your life. Okay. PS4 or PS2. PS2, the library that a lot of people say is the best game library of all time. PS4, the game library that I think you and I say is the best game library of all time. So I thought I'd put them
0: together. Here's the. It's PS4. Unless we could include some sort of wrinkle, which we don't have to do this, but this is sort of my thought process. Okay. If all of the games on PS2 were easily accessible to me, like if all of the Dragon Ball Z Budokais were accessible Oh, let, Yeah,
1: let's just say that, you know, you can kind of do this with emulation, but let's just like say. I have a box. There's a box with them. PS2 games on it. Yeah, with every PS2 game on it. But you also have a box with every PS4 game on right. it. Right. Like you don't have to buy anything; it's just there.
0: Yeah, I, like I still think the answer is PS Four, but that idea makes it a lot closer because there are a ton of games that on that generation from PS Two that weirdly that I probably love that are not as much other people's wheelhouse. Sure, but the Tony Hawk series, the D- Dragon Ball Z series, uh, all that sorts of stuff. The but, wrestling
1: games of that era were the yeah. best. But
0: some most of my favorite Great games racing of all time, games. like at least half of my top ten our PS4 generation so
1: this might be an age thing'll i'll address that now if anyone's gonna say you all are too young uh but we're also not jrpg people yeah and that was like the golden era of GR- jrpgs uh ps1 ps2-ish so i will also say PS4 just for variety's sake yeah i think there have been so many like ideas of types of games that have come about in the last 20 years that ps2 just didn't have um that i think the variety would be better this one's really interesting to me. Let's say it stopped at the end of the year. Let's say that. PS5, okay? Or let's just say only the games that have been announced for it and everything before it. Okay. So no no future. Just if it's been announced for PS5, then it can come out. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Or PS3. Because when you think about it, the PS3 library is deeper than you might originally think. Sure. But it's also a
0: clunky-ass console. It is. Shout out to Orbis. Uh, I mean, here's the, here are the pros for the PS3. All the Uncharted original trilogy. Yep. Uh The Last of Us. The Last, oh, that's true. GTA, GTA 5. 5. Bioshock. GTA 4. Well, Bioshock's, all of them. Bioshock 1, 2, and Infinite. All of them. Yep. Uh, Journey. Jeez, you brought up ones that even made me lose my train of thought, but there were more, yeah. Uh the
1: the tail the Walking Dead Telltale game.
0: I was gonna say my prime era of Call of Duty. Call of Duty games, yep. Because I would absolutely go back, like screw any Call of Duty that's come out post Modern Warfare 2. I'll play that forever. Yeah. Uh uh
1: I mean Little Big Planet one and two. I'd probably
0: go with PS3. Red Dead 1. I think I go with PS3.
1: I, I think I would too. God of War Ragnarok is the one thing that I'm like eh, that might be better than anything I could play on PS3. Yeah, but we don't know.
0: We don't know. And I, I, when I said that, I didn't quite take into consideration all the future stuff, which will there will surely be greatness. Yeah. Uh, but greatness awaits. The wholeness that the of line? that library is still pretty damn impressive. Yeah,
1: PS3 is an underrated game library. I think. Xbox 360 or Xbox One? 360.
0: I think it's 360 by landslide, yeah. Yeah. Just I feel like One had one of the most disappointing games libraries ever.
1: Well, it, but it brought in a lot of cool stuff. Like Game Pass was an Xbox One thing. Let me say first party. Sure. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Like, if you count all the third parties, I think it does get really interesting. Yeah. Because it's the PS4 versus PS3 argument, but... I think the exclusives of 360 are way better. Yeah. But I also
0: think the 360 was <clears throat> the like third party machine of its era. Oh yeah, like, like Orange
1: Box and shit came to 360, yeah. yeah. Minecraft. It was it was the because PS3 was so hard to develop for. Yeah. It was the PC console uh which was really cool. GameCube or SNES? Or Super Nintendo or SNES. I'm going to say them all because people get pissed no matter how you say it.
0: I am awesome. a GameCube kid. Do you say Super <clears> Nintendo
1: <throat> or SNES? Or SNES?
0: I would probably just say SNES. That's the way I say it too. Uh, I'm a GameCube kid. There are some absolute slobber knockers <laughs> on the SNES. <laughs> I like but, the way you emphasize that. Uh, My eras of Tony Hawk. Yeah. Like Smash. Smash. NBA Street. <laughs> Kirby's ARI. Mortal Kombat games. Zelda games. Like, everything. Mario Sunshine. Like, the GameCube is one of the New underrated console Brothers. libraries as well. Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. It's not that close for me in this regard.
1: I think it's pretty close for me. I, I have such a fondness for SNES. Because, I mean, as, as many games we as we named, Super Mario World, Link to the Past, like, NBA Jam. There's so many wonderful games on the SNES. But, again... It's kind of something we've talked about a lot with this, which is there were just types of games that hadn't been invented yet because of the limitations that I think, like, you couldn't play a real Madden on SNES. You could play it on GameCube. So I think I also picked GameCube.
0: Yeah, and I think what's interesting is for us, I mean, obviously the SNES sort of iterated and upgraded on pretty much everything that the NES did. Yeah. But we're also kind of of an age where the people who were a little older than us that we were connected to they had SNESs and not NESs. Yes. Have you ever thought about this? Like, for, I don't remember. I'm Trying to think here. I don't know if any of my relatives had an NES. Same. My but first two console. or three of them had an SNES. My first console
1: was an SNES. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a hand-me-down SNES. That's sort
0: of like our like first. That's the starter point. Yeah. Yeah. And then, loosely, our age you could have gotten into the N64, but really you were of age with the GameCube Game generation. GameCube, PS2, yeah.
1: Funny you bring up N64, the last one of the console libraries, N64 or NES.
0: Oh, N64. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, these are two libraries that when I go to, like, add them to emulators, I'm like, oh, they're not that deep. Neither neither of them are that deep. Sure. Uh, NES has the original, just to make the case, the, has uh, the original Legend of Zelda's, Super Mario Bros. 1, 2, and 3, which is pretty, pretty good lineup. Yeah. Well... Um,
0: Maybe just three, but
1: <laughs> Super Mario Bros. one is
0: good. It's two is it whatever. It is what it is. Yeah.
1: Uh, let's see. What else is on NES? There's uh Duck Hunt. Yeah. Pretty pretty. Uh, Mister Game and Watch I think had an NES game. Uh, it, I'm just kind of goofing though. In 64, as janky, I will say NES is easier to go back and play than N64 is. Yeah. Because N64 is janky, but it also was a necessary stepping point. And Ocarina still plays well. Majora still plays well. Super Mario 64 still plays well. Mario Kart 64. Original Smash Bros. Uh, No Mercy. Uh, You know, there's a lot of really great stuff on 64 All right. The last five here, 38 through 42. We can go as quick as you want. Uh,
0: Which studio or publisher gets to stay alive? So is this... Okay, let's... Is it stay alive going forward or are we... Thanos snapping them out of prior existence. What do you,
1: what do you, what do you prefer? I think it's more interesting if we Thanos snap them. I, I do too. All right. So one gives it more. One never existed. One stays alive. I think what you and I would classify as one A and one B, or one and two of the current game devs, Naughty Dog or Insomniac. They certainly. There's a case to
0: be made for both. Yeah, they're certainly in the top five, both of them, right now. Yeah, like clearing away. And it depends on your preference. Like, you'll have your Rockstar people. But for us... (sighs) And it's just...
1: Rockstar, for me, would be ahead of Insom if they put out more games. Sure. But Insom puts out so many good games.
0: Insom is the 9.0 a year developer. (laughs)
1: Pretty much, yeah. That's a good point. I still need to play Rift Apart.
0: But... The Naughty Dog is a... 10 every like five or six years, <laughs> sure. And because I don't have as much of an attachment to other insom properties that aren't Spider Man, even though I think they're the best pound for pound developer in the world, I think right yeah, now, yeah, you've said that. I go Naughty Dog.
1: This one, I think this, yeah, it's really, really hard. Just the sheer quantity of greatness coming out of insom is so impressive. Uh, and kind of makes me want to pick them, but because, like, you know, would you rather get four nines or one ten? Yeah. It kind of depends on some, but I think I also pick Naughty Dog just because the franchise.
0: But had we gone about this the other way, what if we end Naughty Dog's catalog where it is? Yeah,
1: and you end Insom, or or
0: then, but Insom can keep going. I would pick Insom in that case, in that case, I might too. So that's kind of interesting that my answer would change.
1: Yeah, huh. all right. Maybe number three and number four. Okay. It depends on who you ask, of course. and eh, maybe not. But Rockstar and Sony Santa Monica. Oh. Oh. Sony Santa Monica, if you don't know, the God of War devs. Rockstar, the devs behind Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead.
0: Oh. <laughs> this one's tough. It is tough. Because this is another one where... Okay, so we're... Operating under the assumption that whichever one we choose, the other, all of their games never existed, and we're just moving forward with the other. Yeah. I don't care about God of War that much prior to God of War PS4.
1: No, oh, wow.
0: But I don't really care about anything Rockstar did prior to Red Dead Redemption 1.
1: Wow, okay.
0: So... Sorry, San Andreas and vice Yeah, I've I, I never, I've dabbled very briefly, but I don't really care about. That's fair. And I don't. That's our little bit of age gap, yeah. I think. And I like GTA 5. I, lo- I love GTA 5, but it's GTA. It just is kind of what it is. It's <laughs> yeah. not, GTA 5 is not special to me, weirdly. Mm. It's kind of a way I could phrase it.
1: I, I understand that, though. It's like, it's as generic as a 10 could be. Sure. Even though it's still a 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best that kind of game could be, but it's also that kind of game.
0: (laughs) It's like, if I just assume that they're going to make at least one more Red Dead game, Mm. then I could convince myself to go Rockstar. But, I think... You know what? I'll break the tie with, I would rather go back and play God of War 3 and 2 they go back and play like Vice City and GTA Wow. 4 wow, okay. Personally, Yeah from my style of I yeah, so I'll go Santa Monica. Uh That's t- that's a tough it's one. It's a though. really
1: hard one. I mean, I adore God of War. It's it's up there with, you know, my favorite games of all time. I think it's number 2. Uh I think I have to take Rockstar simply on the catalog uh because Vice City and San Andreas mean more to me. Uh, 4 is kind of a blip but whatever yeah. I still there's still a lot of weirdly this is kind of a dumb reason but there's a lot of like content I love from GTA 4 like Achievement Hunters GTA 4 era stuff oh, uh, yeah. and like Funhouse's GTA 4 stuff like that's kind of a weird reason but because of the amount of like entertainment I've gotten from those series I think that puts it over the edge that being said I like Santa Monica more I was thinking in an exercise like this i take Rockstar Bungie or Bethesda which game would you be more this isn't the full question but which game would you be more excited for elder scrolls 6 or destiny 3
0: destiny 3 yeah me too. only because of recent history of bethesda yeah fair and that is my that is the that changes my answer if fallout 4 had been just a if it'd been a 10 yeah and then was it the i don't know They come out with another any other of their mainline like series. Fallout seventy six. Does that count? I mean, no. Fallout four was the last. And no spinoffs. No. No nothing. Yeah. If. Then Starfield will be next. Yeah. That one's tough too, though. But I think I go Bungie. Wow. I I keep Bungie for someone Uh, who doesn't care
1: about Halo that much.
0: But I like Halo enough, sure, and I like older Halos enough. I don't really care about anything Bethesda did before. Well, that's not true. I would I would go back and play like Fallout Three or Fallout New Vegas just to dabble around in them. Uh, yeah. But the prospect of a Destiny Three, I know Destiny Three will be great.
1: Yeah. I honestly came so close two days ago to downloading Destiny 2 again and, like, getting all the way back into Because this, like, dabble with Halo, or not dabble, this, like, Halo obsession that I have right now, I'm like, man, I could just be grinding for gear in yeah. Destiny 2, but I don't know how long it's going to last, but I, I think there's another year of Destiny Dude, 2. Dude,
0: the DLC they just announced that's supposed to come out, like, early next year, mm. uh, Lightfall,
1: I think it's called? Yeah.
0: Seems like... Should we get back into Destiny too? I bought it the other day. I bought... uh. The... Oh, you bought
1: Witch Queen or whatever yeah. it's called? so I have Witch Queen. Maybe I'll download it tonight. I'm down. I'm literally <laughs> down. I love Destiny. Um, if I look at it as like, okay, Halo 3 and Fallout 3 are probably similar in my sure. affinity for them. Halo 4 and Reach combined are probably similar to my affinity for Fallout New Vegas. Okay. Skyrim, quite a bit ahead of any other Halo game. But I really like Halo Infinite, which I guess isn't a Bungie game. Sorry. When, I,
0: I when, did, where when did Bungie off, stop? Four? Four, four was not Bungie. Four but, was three, But four, Reach three. was. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's just do Halo 3, Fallout 3. Halo 3 in New Vegas, sure. So then it's Skyrim and Destiny 1. Okay. That's probably pretty similar for me. And then Destiny 2 is better than Fallout 4 uh, and Fallout 76 and anything they've done since. And I just... I'm really worried that Bethesda is going to be, like, done. I, I kind of think that it's possible we may not get Fallout 5. I don't know. Um, or if we do, it's not going to be great. Uh, or maybe it will be. Who knows? But, yeah, Destiny 3 excites me way more. I have more memory, memories with the Halo and Destiny games combined. I'm also worried about ever trying to go back and play Fallout 3 or New Vegas because I, I think they could be pretty clunky. Yeah.
0: Um, whereas, you know. No, I've done that with Fallout 3, and I mean, it is. Yeah, <laughs> and,
1: like, the Halo games are pretty, they age pretty well, especially with the Master Chief collection. So, uh, I'm also keeping Bungie two more Ubisoft or 2k publishers all of their library so for those who don't know Ubisoft would have Assassin's Creed Splinter Cell Far Cry uh, Watch Dogs I'm trying to think of other Ubisoft properties Rayman uh (laughs) Beyond Good and Evil (laughs) and then 2k would have all the Rockstar games Bioshock, NBA 2K.
0: Yeah, I was just saying, just keep reading this list and basically confirm it as your reason why 2K is a correct Yeah, answer. I'm just
1: I'm just doing it off the top of my head. Uh, that's a lot of them. I mean, you just-
0: could have stopped at Two uh, uh, Rockstar and Bioshock. Yeah. And then, I love Assassin's Creed. I like a lot of, you can put a Ubisoft game in front of me and I'm probably going to at least like it. Yeah, that's fair. But the odds that I'm going to love it are relatively low, yeah, and I think because of the infrequency and the higher quality of the devs that publish with Two K, I'm probably more likely to love a game published by Two
1: so. K. Uh, also, forgot from the Two K library, Borderlands, Civilization. I forgot they own Fireaxis and uh, WWE Two K and Mafia. I guess. Oh,
0: don't forget Mafia. Don't
1: never forget Marf- Mafia. Mafia, <laughs> and then the last one, the Juggernauts. Nintendo, PlayStation Studios. Which publisher gets to live?
0: This one's rough. And PlayStation Studios, so that does not include second-party stuff. So, like Bloodborne, for example.
1: Right. Wow. Well, should it?
0: No, I don't think so. Okay, I think first-party...
1: Does That's, Nintendo ever do second party? I guess they don't.
0: Really? Yeah. No. But that just helps me think about like I'm sure. not just thinking about PlayStation exclusives. I'm thinking about PlayStation first party developed games. Yeah, yeah. Which include God of War. Yeah. Last of Us. Last of Us. Uncharted. Uncharted. Spider Man.
1: Yes. Uh, the potential Wolverine game. Yeah. Uh, Little Big Planets. Uh. Horizon. Yeah.
0: Jay's gone.
1: (laughs) That's strange. No, that was second party. Sorry. They don't own Kojima.
0: That's a pretty decent summation. But then versus Mario, Mario, Zelda, Zelda, Kirby. Kirby.
1: (laughs) Mario Party, Mario Kart, Smash. Mario and Sonic go to the Olympics.
0: (laughs) I had fun with the first one of those.
1: Yeah, those those games were kind of like a fun rental (sighs) type game. Jay is going through it. Man, that's... I'm going to go ahead and answer this. Okay. I don't want to overthink it. I think it's Nintendo. I think they just have meant more to video games as a whole. Yeah. As much as as I love all of those Sony games and most of those rank higher than any Nintendo game, I just think totality of the
0: argument here. But if it's my personal choice... Yeah,
1: take what you want.
0: Then... I think that i'm gonna I'm gonna hang on to Sony, wow, uh, it is wild we're at a point where we can have the debate though, yeah, especially once again about the potential future, right, because at this point, yes, you still have high level Mario Zelda games that come out every once in a while, but beyond that beyond the lower level tiers like of exclusive Nintendo games aren't quite up to snuff compared to what they used to be. Yeah, that's true. Versus I would say right now...
1: I forgot Animal Crossing by the way.
0: I always do. <laughs> it's easy to do. Uh, versus that Sony has like four or five concurrent franchises going on right now. And they could always
1: bring some that back. they are
0: all incredible. Uh, and yes, they have IPs that are just dormant. PlayStation uh, All-Stars. So yeah, I think that if I was, if I had more of an attachment to Zelda, my answer would probably flip.
1: Yeah, that's probably where I'm, why I'm there too. But
0: if not, because of that, I'm going with Sony.
1: All right, that's it. We did 42
0: video game Would You Rather's for episode 42, and that was our big topic that I did not present.
1: <laughs> I like that you still get to wrap it.
0: Uh, Tanner, do you have a recommendation for us? Yes,
1: thing? and I'm gonna go full on j Nebulous Great. here. So. <laughs> This is stupid, okay, but I, I I enjoy it, and it's some it's a product I actually want to recommend. Uh, just people incorporate into their daily lives. So uh-huh. I'm like, it does tie into video games a little bit. All right. So, when you're playing a video game, let's say it's like a Saturday night. Why is this an infomercial? I don't know? I don't know. Uh, I just like setting the scene. You have all the windows open in the house. It's cool. It's like a 68 degrees. You got a you cross know? breeze. Yeah. You got a little blanket on. Maybe. What do you love having with your video games? A snack. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know the best way to store those snacks? Deli style court containers. That's right. My recommendation this week are court containers.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. You need to. Do you need to elucidate go get, for me exactly. Do you want me what, to go get an example? Sure. Hold on. Let me just tell you, folks. My recommendation. Well, let me be honest. It's not a game either, but it's it's at least. Somewhat more video game, but it's also not a recommendation of a th- tangible item per se. But I guess in a way, his is a more tangible recommendation than mine. All right. Okay, interesting. These things, if you're watching sure. the
1: video version, if not, if you're listening to the audio version, just look up deli-style court containers. That's what they're called. Uh, They're just clear plastic containers. Yeah, I don't know why in my head I was hearing C-O-U-R-T, not court. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Sorry. Uh, but they come in different sizes. Uh, but these are great for when you're playing video games because you don't have to roll up a bag. Right. You just pause it, you grab a few chips, you pop the lid back on, and you're done. You can have it in your lap, you can have it on a table next to you. <laughs> it's great. I love these things. I'm all in on them. And I just thought I would uh, proselytize the good word. All right. They're well, cheap, let me, they're easy you to you clean.
0: One question. Yeah. What is the benefit of an item like this uh-huh. compared to other non bags? What is the specific <laughs> utility? Like, like Tupperware containers. Of you're this.
1: Uh, they all stack. So all okay. the lids store on top of all the lids. All of these containers store nested inside of each other. So they take up very minimal space. Sure. It's all universal. So, like, this lid could go to the smaller one, the medium one, or this yeah. is the big one. And, like, it seals forever. So, it's like your chips don't go stale as quick. Cool. Yeah.
0: And I will say, and you haven't even pointed out this benefit, of this particular dimensions of container. Yeah, which is the biggest one. Which is that when you I get think this low, is you can you can drink your chips. Oh, you could. Yeah, you could use it as a I'm cup a big dinner. chip drinker. <laughs> I'm constantly turning bags just at 90 degrees. Oh, China, yeah. You got to get those crumbs, Ending Ended man. up with dust all over my face. Oh, it's the best. Like, I just get a splat fest. Uh, <laughs> Good callback. Uh, uh, all over my face of different stuff. Yeah. Uh, Court okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's such a you thing. To oh, do. it you is. Can't, you can't dis. Dissim- and I much. respect it. They're great. <laughs> I had some alongside me when I was playing a two K last night. Don't so even think of it.
0: So my recommendation is one of my recommendations. It's not a thing. Okay. But it's thought a, process is a request oh, to the okay. corporate our corporate overlords. Right. Okay. Which that, I've done a that few that times. Definitely listen to this podcast uh to PlayStation specifically. Mm. Though I guess I could. I don't know if this is a feature of other consoles. But I at least know for PlayStation, let me connect my Bluetooth headphones directly to your it's console. It's
1: so annoying. It's so annoying. The
0: other day I was, I don't remember what I was trying to play or what I was trying to watch, but whenever I got my PC, uh-huh. I got a pair of JBL yeah. wireless earbuds. They're awesome. Yeah. Like 50 bucks for the same quality that a $150 pair of AirPods. AirPods, right. Uh, so they're awesome. And I was like, oh, surely I can just take these. And find on the devices settings of my PS5, link them just the way I would a yep. PlayStation Wireless headset. And I learned that I could not. Yep, you can't. Uh, and I was very frustrated by this. PS4 and was the same way. When I looked it up, if you buy an adapter, which you can do, yeah. it's a hassle. But even if you do that, the microphone doesn't work. Right. So you can't like convert any old pair of Bluetooth headphones into a viable multiplayer, you know set of headphones to play with on PlayStation. Right. That is stupid. It's dumb. It's really stupid. Are enough people buying your PlayStation wireless gold headsets (laughs) that you're really (laughs) willing to cut off the rest of this market and not include Bluetooth on your freaking device? Everything has Bluetooth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Fridges.
0: There are fridges with Bluetooth. That's true. But my PlayStation 5 does not.
1: Yeah, it's annoying. I, I ran into the same thing... When we went over to Skinny's house and yeah. I had my AirPods, I was like, oh, I wonder if... Nope.
0: Now, AirPods is even worse. <laughs> even more finicky. That's true. That... But
1: you can usually connect AirPods to
0: anything Bluetooth. Sure. But
1: not that not that time.
0: Court containers.
1: <laughs> and Bluetooth and connections. A plea.
0: <laughs> if anything, mine was a...
1: Yours was more relevant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but mine was not even a... Mine was like a slip of paper that if it were transcribed, like, it was just... <laughs> mine is words and yours is, is a, a container thing, for yeah. food
1: neither of the really gaming recommendations not really
0: yeah even mine is not specifically video game it's just maybe I was trying to watch the boys or something I don't yeah know. maybe either way <laughs> that's it for episode 42 of Double Tapped
1: if you have uh, ideas for episode 50 we're all ears by the way
0: yep we're sort of mentally the, the gears are turning uh, it will certainly be a big blowout bash of some variety yeah we'll do something for it with more details to come but until episode 43 We're tapping it.